0: Hey all, this is Emily. I'm your host for Keeping Up With Your Breasties. Today um, I'm first going to like rewind to last time. I finally figured out what the word was and I know y'all are probably trying to like scream through like your whatever microphone or y'all were just like shouting it out loud. It's birth control. Yes, thank you. I know. Um, Sadly, podcasts don't work on a two-way So yeah, I finally figured that out. So birth control was the word I was looking for. Depo-Provera was the birth control I was on. Um, so that fixed one problem that I had with (laughs) the last video and recording and trying to find words. Um, to be honest, I recorded that twice and couldn't find the word either time. So that's how that's how brains work, you know? That's just fine. Um, I've noticed that after chemo, it's been a lot worse. So that's what we like to attribute to chemo brain. Um, but getting back on to topic, like in the very beginning, when they say, don't look your symptoms up on Google, like they mean it. So imagine me, of course, I didn't listen to that. <laughs> Of course I didn't listen to What? Don't look it up on Google? No, I can search Google. I'm a like responsible, you know, young adult. I can do it. And so, I'm searching for like breast pain, burning, itching sensation, um ring around the nipple, like nipple pulled in. All I could come up with was either I'm pregnant and I just don't know it. And I'm like, well, that's, unless it was like immaculate conception, I don't foresee that being the case. Um, If you don't know what that means, essentially I've never had sex. And immaculate conception means like I would be carrying the son of God. So coming from like my like religious background, it just also didn't make sense. Um, or I'm breastfeeding, and I just didn't know that I had a kid and I was breastfeeding that kid. So again, no, that wasn't an option for me. And then the third thing that would repeatedly come up on Google was cancer. Um, but it continued saying like usually you don't feel it. Well, yada yada yada, whatever. And I was like, you know what? No, I think it really does sound like cancer. Or there was another one, it was like mammary tube retraction or something. And it it kind of looked like that as well. So I was just leaving the doors open. But really, when I read cancer, it was like, ding, 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 like curtain number three, please, you know, like, it was very, it resonated with me, not in a good way, necessarily, but like, it resonated with me. So when i started down this road i just kind of had that feeling in my gut that was like it's going to turn out you have cancer you're going to be fine though like i knew i would eventually get through it but i knew also like somewhere deep down that what my diagnosis would turn out to be was cancer so anyways back to the story um I'm still in the doctor's office, right? I have been told that I need to go get imaging done, and I am trying to choose a imaging center. Um, I don't even remember the other option they gave me. Um, the moment they said the Rose, I was like, "That's where I'm going." Um, to give y'all some backstory on what the Rose is, it's an organization in like the Houston, Texas area. It serves like the Houston like area, like all of the Houston area, I think. Um, They do like breast health exams for women of all ages that are with or without medical insurance. Um, If you're a woman going there and you have health insurance, you're like, whatever they charge you um, ends up helping someone that doesn't have medical insurance get their checkup. So I knew that I would eventually go to them because my mom goes to them for her yearly mammogram. So I knew that eventually I would go to them. I just didn't think it would be so soon. Um, So I'm in the office. I go ahead and um, schedule it and I go home and I tell my mom, hey, This is when I have my mammogram, and I ask her to go with me because, of course, this is before COVID. You can actually bring people with you. Um, So we get around to that time, and I think – so I'm still in school. We're still in school. We're doing that, and now these, like, doctor's appointments are starting to, like, get put on my schedule as well. So I want to say I got my mammogram, like, a month before Our classes were going to end for the summer, and for the summer, I mean, like, I was taking summer classes, so they would have been ending in, like, August, Um, so I was, like, probably July when I went and got my imaging done, so I go in, I get the imaging done, Um, It went perfectly well. We started with ultrasound. I'm sitting there and they put on the jelly. The um, ultrasound technologist is like doing her thing. And like, I'm asking questions because now I'm like, well, did I choose the right like imaging profession? Because this looks really cool. (laughs) Um, Very ADD. I was like this. There's more important things to think about than how bone looks like on an ultrasound. (laughs) Which is just, like, of course, my nerdy little, like, topic going on in my head at that time. And then um, she does the left breast because that was what was, like, asked to be done. Um, And then the radiologist comes in and he goes... You know what? Um, how about we do both, just to see like the differences. Do a compare contrast of the two breasts, and so we do an ultrasound of the right breast just to figure out what the difference of a healthy versus whatever the heck was going on with my left breast. So we do both of those, and then. Um, we go and do mammograms. So essentially if you've never had a mammogram, all of my older, like my mom had talked about it and she was like, it's so painful. It's so all this. And like had really hyped it up. Like I was freaking out. And then I get there and essentially they're like pinching, like the entirety of your breast between these giant paddles that are on this machine. And, it kind of just, like, flattens your breast like a pancake, and it really, like, from a science-y standpoint, it's just making it so that the tissue is even, um, so that the, like, little bit of x-rays that go through the breast tissue will be able to, like, evenly saturate the tissue and evenly, like, get through it. Um, I also learned that normally people that are younger than, I think it's like 40 years old, they don't get a mammogram because the breast tissue is still like really dense and it like, you just can't see very much difference. Um, so we ended up doing a, both mammograms for like the breasts so that they could compare and contrast both breasts and, I'm sitting there waiting to see what's going on and the radiologist comes back in and he's like, you know, I have a daughter about your age and he's like making it very personable and like empathetic towards me or I guess sympathetic, however, whatever, you know what I'm talking about anyways. And so he goes, I have a daughter your age and if she was presenting with these symptoms, I'd want a biopsy. He was like, I'm not initially, my initial thought isn't cancer. There's a couple of things before I would get to cancer, but I wouldn't want to just be like, oh, whatever, like you'll be fine. So he did suggest a biopsy and we put a biopsy on the schedule and I finished, like we had a little bit more school to do and i scheduled the biopsy for like the long weekend right before finals because that's smart anyways so i scheduled it for the long weekend um we're getting up to there and i'm like telling everybody keeping everybody up to date of like what's going on and my grandma and my grandfather came down from dallas and it was like oh this is like getting real and I knew there was I mean, obviously, like we've had this entire situation. I knew something was going on. I'm not stupid, but I was still very much, I believe, in denial. Like even now, looking back, I was so in denial, even though like something in my heart told me I had cancer. It was still like, please, God, I wanted to be special, but I didn't want cancer special, you know? Um, everyone wants to be unique. And I'm like, yeah, but not necessarily like cancer unique. So now I think it's really funny that anybody would wish for anything like this to happen. But I mean, it's the whole idea, like, be careful what you wish for. I mean, like, if you're going to be Special, you better be real specific. And so don't be wishing to be special and not be specific because you might end up with something stupid like this. (laughs) Not to say that that's what happened, but you know, don't put that energy out in the universe and expect like rainbows and unicorns. (laughs) So the weekend of the biopsy comes. And of course I did the thing and I, I looked it up on Google, like all the different things they could do and all the different ways they could do it. And I was ready, but I was also freaking the freak out and should not have looked anything up on YouTube or sorry. I didn't look up on YouTube. That would have been really weird. No, but I Googled the heck out of it. So also note, from like the other video that I did the first episode or whatever. When I said look stuff up on YouTube, um, be very careful on how you look things up on YouTube for like breast exam. Um, Just be real careful on that. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, So my mom and my grandmother both came with me to the biopsy day event, whatever you want to call it, my appointment. And I meet this amazing woman. She's um going to be my doctor for the day, I guess you could call it. So I go back and they have my imaging. So they don't need additional imaging. And they put me like lay me back in this chair They set up the ultrasound. They have the doctor. The doctor introduces herself, and she, as far as I'm concerned, she's amazing because she's a doctor. She does this for a living, and she's helping women to figure out what the heck is going on with their breasts. So I'm sitting there. She's like, I'm going to take little pieces. I have this little gadget. It's going to essentially like needle into where this breast problem is occurring and then it's gonna like pinch off like a couple of tiny little pieces of tissue the size of a rice grain and then once we do that I'll just place this little marker so we know where I took tissue from and so the technician or technologist sorry that um, is doing the ultrasound she gets ready she's got like where all of the tissue that is we now know is cancerous at this point because I'm a year out. But she's looking at it on the ultrasound. The doctor's going in and pulling these things. They had already given me um, what's it called? Lidocaine. First of all, lidocaine hurts like burns. And they don't tell you that like, they say it burns. And I knew this because I had been like doing imaging and we had been talking about all the different kinds of like anesthesia and general anesthesia and top like local and all the different things. But I did not realize like it burns, like you don't understand it burns. And so like we finished and of course it's numb at that point. They bandage me up. They give me like the, it almost looks like a pad, like a tampon, like, like a pad or whatever. It's got ice. And so they leave me with that. And then like I'm have to get imaging before I like leave for the day. Um, just to see like where the markers at, all that. And um, y'all don't know this, but I tend to pass out. Yeah. Um, like, it has never happened because of something with blood or anything. I haven't like fully passed out because of that. Um, I was real close one time in college. um, But we got to the point where I was like, I I told them, I was like, Hey, I do have this thing where I tend to pass out. Um, And so I'm just sitting there waiting for like a mammography room to like come available. And I'm like being very aware, like, am I okay? Like, where am I at? Am I like, range scale of how I'm going to pass out. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm fine. Like, I feel a little weird, but like not crazy weird. And so I get to the point where I'm like, okay, they're calling me back. I get up. I'm fine at this point. Like I feel a little bit wheezy, but Um, I get to the mammography room. She puts me in one position and I'm like, okay, this is fine. She takes the image. I sit down because I'm like, I'm starting to feel it, like starting to feel lightheaded, trying to catch my breath. And then she puts me in position. like She's like, are you okay? Like trying to gauge like how I'm feeling. And I'm like, yeah, I just have this thing where I pass out. So I'm trying to like not pass out. (laughs) I mean, nobody wants to pass out. And so she's like, okay, take your time. And I'm like, you know what? I, I think I'm fine. Let's just do this last image. And so she gets me back up. She has me in position and she's like just about to take the image and I feel it. And it like comes over me in a real quick, quick wave and I'm just out. Like I'm done. And I think she had just finished the image. She got her image. So goals. And she caught me on the way down. And so I wake up and I'm just kind of like laying back in her arms in like a crisscross position, like the Indian sitting style or whatever it's called. And she's like, are you okay? How are you feeling? Like all these different things, just trying to make sure I'm in like a good place. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) I just pass out sometimes. I was still like a little bit out of it. Um, She had me sit in the chair. We called my mom back. It was a whole ordeal. And I was like, I told y'all I pass out. I just tried not to, but obviously failed. (laughs) Um, And so after like a little bit, they were like, okay, I mean, you're not driving home. So that's fine. So we all get back in the car, my mom, my grandma. And it's like a, I would say like a 30, maybe 45 minute drive back to the house. And my breast is like on fire, like worse than anything I'd ever experienced in the last year of pain. It was like, on fire which is weird because at this point like surface wise me touching it i still couldn't feel that so this is all nerves and they are angry like angry angry it felt like i don't even know how to explain it it was literally like they were on fire and so we finally got home um i had already taken like some kind of whatever pain reliever they said I could have afterwards, I had already had like two in the car. And I think I went and laid down and just tried to sleep through it. Um, you'll also realize that my body's like answer to literally anything that goes on is just take a nap. So that's literally what I do. Um, and it became a lot more evident during chemo, but that was my whole biopsy story. Um, definitely one of the more painful things that I went through in my like diagnosis, cancer, all the different things um, experience. So I think I'm going to stop there for today. Um, it has been amazing being able to record these things for y'all and like really interesting for me to like remember them and how I feel about them now. So I hope that this is helping somebody out there. Um, Yeah. I hope that getting to know that there are places out there that you can go and get screened, even if you don't have medical insurance, I hope that is helpful for someone. Um, and I want y'all to know that you are not alone and that there are people out there that care about you. And I want you to know that I will be here, at least for the foreseeable future. So keep on tuning in. Thank you for showing up. And hit a subscribe button, a like button, follow. Um, give me a five-star review if that's the thing. And... I will be here next week. This is Emily Hayes tuning out until next time.